And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and former professional Jelly Belly flavor mixer. Her most popular recipe was key lime pie. Her least popular, licorice-flavored popcorn coffee lime pie. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man that all the cool kids call Mr. 168 because you can count on him 24 by 7. It's Alan Moss. And he's a producer, songwriter, and host of the podcast Totally Beverages and Sometimes Hot Sauce. It's Andy Rosen. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to make your pudding extra figgy. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little empanadas. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. I also feel like I stumbled over the word empanadas, and it's making me wonder if I messed up the intro. Like, I might have done it again, where the thing that I say every week, I said something different. You guys, I don't know. Anything could happen. Hello, and welcome to the show, Andy Rosen. No Hi. relation. I know. I wish it's, we were related. I now. do, too. <laughs> I feel like in... um. In terms of podcasts, we are. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hi, Al. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Allison. What is that self-important, happy look on your face? Look at me being the first one here. Ha <laughs> 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 well, ha. You, you live here. I truly have no idea what I was talking yeah, what about was when that I from? said that. I have no idea. It's weird because I'm usually never the first one anywhere. <laughs> but if I did, ha ha, perhaps would be what I would say. Look at me being the first one here. Ha ha. Okay, <laughs> listeners, you're going to have to let us know what we were talking about. Okay, ton to get. We've got a real packed show. Um, Andy Rosen over here, husband yeah. of Elizabeth Lame. Oh, yeah. More than one podcast. There's Totally Beverages and Sometimes Hot Sauce, which sure. Jenna and I have both been on. Oh, yeah. And Totally Married. Yeah. Which... Your wife just sold a television show kind yeah. of based on, right? Congratulations. It's totally, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be, hopefully, knock on wood, someone like playing me. Who do you want <laughs> it to be? I haven't even thought of it. I don't know. Like, who are the cool actor dudes these days? I don't know. Who are the cool actors? Oh, Isn't that a great question? I've, I'm so out of touch with that. I well, really have no like idea. Exactly. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> He's going to get in that TV game. Yeah, yeah. TV's kind of, yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh, what about Jimmy Simpson from Westworld? Oh, yeah, Jimmy Simpson. I can now. see the resemblance. Well, it's going to be like a 20-year-old 20, 20 me, though, I think. Oh, like a young, okay. Younger. A Interesting. But that was before the podcast. I know. Zach you know, you got you to gotta make some tweaks here and there, I think. Maybe and it's like a 25-year-old me. Is that what they decided? Totally marriage should be played by super young people? Well, it's kind of like the or like us meeting is where oh. the show takes place in New York. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun. Yeah. And now I know that your wife gave birth to your son in your Volvo. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I was going to like list that in addition to all the things that we're going to get to in this show. But I think given that I could give birth at any second, I need to hear this story because it scares the shit out of me. It should. Okay. The I'm going to just say right up top, you shouldn't be afraid of this story. And it ended so, so well. Because I have the other day I told someone this at like the playground. And after they left, my wife was like, you can't be telling pregnant women this story. Like this is like the last thing that they want to hear where I think it's like this like cool story. 
But so basically, uh, Elizabeth gave birth in a birth center in South Pasadena, and we live maybe 20 minutes away from there. Mm-hmm. That's so, where she gave birth the first time? Yes, first time as well. So second round, um, the contraction started, sort of, and basically we went in, we went in and we were early. It was too early. Mm-hmm. And oh. she had this thing called... Oh, Braxton Hicks? No. It, there's like a... Some sort of thing she had where she had to be on antibiotics during the labor. Yes, oh. I had that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it? I forget it's, what it's called. You have some bacteria. Oh, yes. They do some swab. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And they, this, Daniel, remember when I'm like, how far up the rectum are we talking about? Yeah. Because the swab for mm-hmm. it goes in the butt. Mm, I don't remember that. That's yeah. what the, oh, I don't, know, who, who, I don't know do not, what they're telling no, you. Yeah, what kind of doctor? I don't, re- I don't Honey, remember that. Which time did? Which time are you referring to that you asked that question? <laughs> the, well, the one of the women who'd had it. It's like, are you strep B positive? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. Very close yeah. to that. One yeah, of the yeah. women who'd had it before the woman could even answer said, I already had it and I didn't even know they went in the box. But so maybe apparently it's only it's just that could say something about her though. I, I know. know. No, know? apparently <laughs> it's like just the tip of the swab. There was. I'm just telling you, they went in your butt. That's totally fine. They did a lot down there that I don't need to know about, <laughs> okay. to be honest. But yeah, I was. I had this too. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a pretty common thing. And so we went to the doctor. They sent us home, but we had to like keep coming back every eight hours to get another dose of the yeah. medicine. So. um we come back the second time and the contractions are getting worse, but it's just not like game time sort of. Um, and so I think we went back a third time and it wasn't game time. And it's like, it gets kind of bummer town because when they send you home, right. Elizabeth's like, let's, let's get this going. She's in, uh, in pain, right? Yeah. And, um, why so, wouldn't they just induce and get it going? Cause we were doing like the birth, the birth center, center thing. Mm-hmm. And so they don't, it was they kind don't of a natural yeah. thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Basically, what happened, it was Friday around 2 or maybe 1 o'clock when we got back home from the place. And they're like, you know, try to take a nap, get some sleep because she hadn't slept in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she took a shower. Anyways, long story short, things started ramping up quickly. But we had like quite a few false alarms. That, right. So I'm calling the midwives and they're like, just, you know, sit tight for a little bit. We'd hate for you to come back again. On the fourth time. Right. Yeah. And have to go. And it's like ramping up and ramping up. And I call them and I'm like, I really think we should come. And they're like, uh, you really should probably wait a little bit longer. And I got off the phone. Bitches. And I looked at Elizabeth and I was like, we got to go. Like, we've got to go. Now, what made you realize that? There's, Daniel, take You notes. will. You ju- this happened with the first kid and the second kid. You You'll will know. see it. You will just. You will know. You will well, know. The, yeah. the yes. nurse, you just know. We the, knew. That's what the nurse yeah. said in the birthing class. And she said that the, one of the differences, they can't talk anymore. Like, oh, Absolutely. Like it becomes like now this is a serious contraction. Do you right. look forward to that? <laughs> <laughs> no. There's a, I remember uh in the birth class they told us like there's a loss of um what's it called? Like you're not embarrassed about like being naked or uh, modesty? Yeah, there's like a loss of modesty. That's a good indicator that like stuff's like getting real. <laughs> um but so basically I could just kind of tell we got in the car and it was four o'clock on a Friday. Oh my so gosh. the traffic oh. Yes. was oh, just no. horrible. Oh my God. And it was like a weird kind of rainy, uh, windy day too. So, and at this point there's no talking except like big going through contraction kind of noises and then like nothing, no talking. So I know like shit yeah. was going down. Yeah. So we're driving in the car, we get on the freeway, um, 
and we're we're going to South Pasadena, so I think we were on the one thirty four or something. Anyways, Probably. we get off we get off the freeway, and right when we get off the freeway, I look at Elizabeth, and it's just like it just something like really changed, and then she just said something like, "I could feel him, I could feel his head, I could oh feel my god. my fucking god, oh my god, goodness." And so and it, uh. <laughs> And it's it was and you're already on dark. the freeway. No, we would just gone. You just the got freeway. off there, but you're right. on the road. Still. We're on the road. They're in the car, and we're in the well, car. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" And she's like, "I feel his head," and I can see her. She keeps putting her like hand down and being like, <laughs> and then like lifting her. Oh hand my back god! Up. Like and so, what was she wearing? I don't. I think maybe some <laughs> pajama pants, okay. like flannel pajama pants. Gotcha. I think. And then so. I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're going to get them on the phone. We're going to get them on the phone. And so I called the midwives and we're still like probably seven minutes out. Jesus Christ. And so I don't know what to do. Like pull over. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, am I going to have to? Right. Yeah. And so I get them on speakerphone and I was like, he's coming. Elizabeth feels the head. And they're like, how far away are you? And then, like, the connection got um, oh! like, disconnected. Dude. And so, uh, so we keep going, we keep going, get them back on the phone. And they're just like, I'm like, I think I'm about five minutes away. And they're like, just drive, just drive. And I'm like, but she can feel the head. And they're like, just drive, just keep going. And so we're driving. And I kept it like pretty cool, at least when Elizabeth tells a story. And so when we rolled into the parking lot, the two midwives were just standing outside in the parking lot, like just holding like blankets. And so parked the car, opened the door. Um, and I mean, the baby was born within maybe 30 seconds. Oh, my like, God. Like he was coming out. That was like Elizabeth. She had to like change her position in the car. Wow. Like while we were driving. Were people like, oh, my God, what's going on? Who were? <coughs> it was dark. Oh, um, so it was like five and it was already dark. Huh. This was in uh, December. And yeah, it's crazy. So at, least, at least there was parking. You didn't have to do a bunch <laughs> of laps around. Yeah. Be like, oh my God. Is that guy pulling out or is he pulling in? I can't <laughs> tell. Hold on. Do you have change for the meter? <laughs> was uh, she freaking out? I guess you're you ju- no, no, no. go into a, yeah, a trance you're, at that you're point. Just in, you're just in the zone. Yeah. She's probably just like, if, I, if the baby comes out, it's like, you know, the body's just doing what it's doing. Wow. Yes. Were you scared? I mean, was it like... I went into like, we got like, gonna figure this out. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't, I don't think I was that freaked. I'd be terrified out. of like, is there something that needs to happen right after the baby's born that we can't do? That, well, we were right there, though. So, yeah. like, we were right there. So, like, she walked from the car to inside holding the baby and, like, the umbilical <laughs> oh cord. And there was, gosh. like, a trail of blood, like, all the way yeah. into the oh place. Did you just, like, slam the door on the umbilical yeah. cord to <laughs> yeah. cut it? <laughs> Did you Honestly, give- I'm so grateful it was your second baby, though. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine if this yeah. had happened your first time around? It would be, like, I mean... I couldn't have. Oh my gosh, I'd be so scary. Yeah. yeah. Did you give the midwives the stink eye? Like you. Fucking... No, no, because they ended up being awesome, and one of them was super awesome. Not even a negative the, Yelp review. The mess. Listen, the mess was pretty brutal yeah. in the, the seat, and I said something. Maybe we'd been inside for maybe like thirty minutes. Uh, of like. Uh, I better like maybe go check on the car, and one of the midwives was like, "Oh no, let me go. Let me go. Like take care of that." And it was like nothing had ever happened. Wow. I don't know how <gasps> she did this. Like so, a plus. That's great. That. No detailing. <laughs> she felt guilty. amazing. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness. Probably That's not incredible. her first. That makes me think it's not her first time. Maybe not. Yeah. Happen. No. You know what? We weren't their first car baby. We were the second. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> wow. She's like the Harvey Keitel character from Pulp Fiction. You're, 
I'm super impressed with your wife to like, wow, just I, to do that and be stay cool and wow. I think at the end of it, she was actually kind of stoked because there was no, it was getting frustrating going back and forth. Yeah. And because it wasn't a hospital, we couldn't stay because you're only allowed to be there for 24 hours, I think. Okay. So there's some like rule like that. That was one of the reasons we have to, because yeah. I was like, can we just hang out here yeah. until the baby shows up? <laughs> um, but I think in a weird way, it was nice because it was like, Oh, we got there and just had the baby instantly, and it was like, and it's over, and now we can like hang out with the baby. Why go to one of those places instead of a hospital? She, it was so weird looking back on it. Neither, like, we, I don't think we would have ever guessed that would have been the path to go. Yeah. But something about the first uh, OB appointment we had, like, rubbed both of us the wrong way for some reason. Huh. And then it just so happened that, like, our brother in law's brother's wife was a midwife. Huh. And so it was like this weird chain of events. Uh, and then Elizabeth loves water. So the idea of a water birth was like really oh. appealing to her. Those are the main reasons. Wait, like in what ways does her love of water manifest? Lots of baths. Okay. I think that's the love. She loves being <laughs> in the bath. So she's like, why not get birth in the bath? Right. <laughs> that makes sense. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that story is amazing. And that is just the kind of story you would want to preserve in new sponsor, you guys. And it's amazing. Story <laughs> worth. It's so cool. It's a hardbound book. So what you do is you sign up. You can do it for yourself or you can give it as a gift to someone. Like, for example, I signed up and gave it as a gift to my dad. And for a year, every week, he receives an email prompt with a question about his life. And then he can just reply to the email with a story or phone in the response so you could call it in or he can just i think for him it'll probably be easier just write back to the email so it'd be like like you know where did you go on vacation as a child or like what was your mom like when you were growing up what was your first job there's all sorts of questions you can like design the question you can sort of choose the questions or write your own ones as well um so you can he can send pictures as well and then at the end of the year they bind it into this beautiful like 500 it can be up to 500 page hardbound book and it's just a great way for a family <clears throat> excuse me to collect stories That's i think great. It's, i think it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah i really i was really torn between who to give it to your mom may be getting one soon too well i like that your dad's getting it we we'll get stories about vacuuming the air out of sweater bags <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's one of his that's his go-to fictitious i'm a character on a podcast right. story i hope right. he i hope he will tell real stories i love those stories well though. i guess either would be funny um but the real but the hope is that we get the real ones uh via this so the way it works is you purchase a subscription for someone you love and each week they are sent an email with a question about their life. They reply to the email with their story or can record it over the phone by calling the story worth number. All stories are private and only shared with the family that you choose. And after a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. It's such a great gift for the holidays for your loved ones who enjoy telling stories or your loved ones who you want to force into collecting their stories. Um, so for $20 off visit storyworth.com slash BFF when you subscribe again that is storyworth s-t-o-r-y w-o-r-t-h dot com slash BFF when you subscribe okay I like that they added the option where you can call it in I know it's kind of cool because people might not do it otherwise you know no one's gonna a lot of people aren't gonna want to sit down and actually type it out but you know, if I just have to hop on the phone and tell a story, that's a lot. That's easier. interesting. Yeah. I feel the I feel the opposite. You like to edit, maybe. Well, I just think re- responding to an email is like the easiest thing in the world. 
Well, if the goal is to try to get stories out of people in your life, I think it just depends like what their comfort grandparent, is. yeah, you know, or whatever. And you're like, oh, you know, I wish I'd done like I wish I had done that with my grandfather who was in World War II because there were all these stories that you know are gone now. And but he never would have sat down to a computer ever. But right. he would have gotten. Yeah, on the it sounds phone. great. My grandfather has issues like with his fingers, but uh, he would totally call him in. Yeah. I kind of want to do this. I'm very cool. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and one more sponsor thing I want to say. Um, Omaha Steaks, which I mentioned last week. People were a little bit confused. You enter Rosen into the search bar, not the... I think when people hear a promo code, you think, oh, you enter that at the very end. But no, when you go to the Omaha Steaks site, there's a search bar at the very top. Enter Rosen there, and then then you click on... It'll pull up like holiday gift Rosen and click on that and then you get the special family gift pack. Okay. All right. So much to talk about. Trying to figure out where to jump in. Let's just jump in with this. A lot of talk last week about uh, the guy who wrote in and said that his pet peeve is people who pronounce Dawn, D-O-N, the same as Dawn, (laughs) D-A-W-N. They're supposed to sound different. And he tagged me in it, and I was like, listen, you passive-aggressive motherfucker. I know you're <laughs> talking about me. I know you're talking about me because I pronounce them the same. So we talked about it on the – How do you pronounce these differently, Andy? Wait, what, what are the two? D- D-O-N, like the man's name. Or Don. D- and so, Don. So that's actually – is that actually <laughs> how you say it? That that's exactly what it. we did last week. No, no, no. What we did is – Dawn. We did, we did it like Dawn. this. Dawn and Dawn. Like, when I see D-O-N, I think Don for some reason. Don. But, but like just to entertain myself, I probably but, would say Don. Don. And how would Don. you say D-A-W-N? Don. I would say Dawn. Okay, Dawn so, and Don. Oh, I finally hear it. Dawn, Don. Don. Well, that Dawn and Don. And Don. You got there so much faster because ultimately where I was going to go with this is I finally looked. I finally like, okay, so there's something called the Cot Cot merger. C-O-T, Cot, C-A-U-G-H-T, Cot. I know I'm saying them exactly the same. It's called the Cot Cot merger. For you, it'd be like the Cat Cot <laughs> Merger, well, which is I exaggerate a tiny bit, but yeah. there's I saw a map of the U.S. and like the western half of the U.S. the the what was once two distinct vowel sounds have merged. So if you're in the uh, west, for the most part, you say them the yeah. same. And in Boston, they say them the same, but everywhere else, they say them a little bit differently. How's it supposed to sound then? I my understanding is Don. I'm I. Th- it's hard for me not to exaggerate it. Don, 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 Don. Like I watched this guy do it in the the way the Don, no one. He was like teaching a, ESL. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Don, Don, Dan, Don like is almost an A. Almost, sound. yeah. It's and almost Dawn like Dan is is a is a rounder vowel. You with with Dan, <laughs> your <laughs> mouth is like more wide in a triangle, and with yeah. Don, it's like long. Yeah, but we but just they, simplified it here in the West. We just But the funny the thing is that so many and by the way, to all the people who wrote in and tried to help me, I appreciate it. But I got so many tweets that was like Dawn is like Ron Dawn rhymes with Ron R O N versus so Dawn D O N rhymes with Ron R O N versus Dawn D A W N rhymes with Fawn F A W N. Like those yeah. are four of the exact <laughs> things. Yeah, I could not hear the difference. And, and they I, sound different to those fawn. people. Different enough that that's an explanation of They're it. Like it's so obvious, Allison. That I'm still. It still is like. 
it's like encountering a color you had never seen before. Like it still <laughs> is hard for me to hear the difference. Yeah, it's like uh, ran rhymes with fan, but tan rhymes with man. <laughs> and you're like, it's, it's fucking insane. Exactly. Jeff, how, do you say them differently? Don, Dawn. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. is that slightly nice. different. Yep. Yeah. It's so subtle. Yeah. It's so subtle that if I heard any, if I heard either of them, I wouldn't know which one that was meaning. It's da and da. They sound very. It's not da though. It's da. Da. <laughs> they, they sound very different to me. Well, though. it's almost that. Yeah. If you can hear the difference, then it does sound different to you. Yeah. Do it, do it again. Don. Don. Yeah. Don. I can't Dawn. do it. One's ah, uh, one's aw. Da, da. Okay. Da, da. Yep. Don, da. Here's what we're going to do. This will be a fun game. Jeff, don't do it yet. Say one of them in a sentence. And then we're going to go around the table and determine whether that was the man or the woman. In a sentence? Yeah. Like, you can't be a man spelled you, A-W-N? You can't... Well, we're going to determine whether sunrise. that was D-O-N or, or D-A-W-N. So D-O-N is definitely man. That's what yeah. I, get. I get the game. Sorry. Right. Okay. Um, we could also use Ron or Fawn. No, we can't because they have to sound the same. Don is a terrible driver. I think that's the Definitely man. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Uh, Don is a terrible driver. That's Don Donald D-O-N. the man. I say man. Yeah. That's a man. Man. It was D-O-N. Okay, good. Yeah. Now say well, it. What a fun game. Now say it as a woman. You got to yeah. do it three times and and switch it up once, right? Oh. At some point. Because now if he says it, the woman version will know the difference, right? Oh. oh so two well, I figured, out of three. I figured that three was the end three. of the game. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> no, but we'll I now. We'll just call it as is. But now I want to hear, like, I want to hear. A stereotype because that because you know stereotypically women are worse drivers. So now I want to hear like Don the woman. It's a terrible listener, <laughs> <laughs> or something stereotypically you know man like. Don likes to watch football. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really hear it. I it's hard for me. I yeah, yeah. It's I heard hard. It's definitely the woman. I heard it. it's woman. Well, it's interesting because Al, you're from the Midwest, yeah. and I yeah. And Jenna, you're not right. I was <laughs> raised by two people from the West. So yeah. what am I? What am I going to do? Don and Dawn. Yeah, but you, Don. But Dawn. that time you said Dawn, kind of yeah. right. Like Dawn. you, oh, you overemphasized. No, I just you didn't normally. I'm trying to say normally, but now it's like it's yeah. hard to yeah. Yeah. head after a while. It's like when you think about eye contact and then you are blinking. <laughs> Just like I, the eye contact about? thing is the worst when you start yeah. thinking about it and then you're like I can't look in both eyes at the same time right. but I'm trying to even though it's really hard and it's weird I know or when you're at the eye doctor and they're shining that whatever ah. thing and they go hold your eyes still and then all of a sudden your eyes just freak out totally <laughs> I'm trying to make eye contact with you while you said that and it was hard it was so the person that wrote in is <laughs> is bothered by this yes it's a pet peeve of his Oh, wow. So wait, what's the pet peeve that they're saying? That, that I pronounce say, them the that same. You say them because the they're supposed to sound different. But that's like being bothered by someone's regional accent. Well, essentially, because that's a regional thing. It's only we've only realized that as of now. I don't right. know that he realized that it was a regional thing, and I don't know that I realized it was a regional thing. I think I might. I think the the implication I got was that I was just mispronouncing them, like I do some other words. Well, I hide behind California. This one was hard for me. I grew up with a girl that was Lauren, 
but I always ended up calling her Lauren and it drove her crazy. But I always felt uh, bad because in my head, I, I didn't Lauren. understand it until she explained it to me. Well, that is interesting. Yeah. I've never heard it pronounced Lauren. I mean, maybe, maybe once or twice, but almost everyone I've ever met with that name pronounces it Lauren. Yeah. Well, she, this, I just remember her being like, it's Lauren. There are people Lauren. who pronounce Laura, Lara. Yeah. Right. Or Lara. Yeah. Yeah. La, yeah Lara. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, that one I'm sensitive to. So now I got to worry about Dawn. I don't even know how to do it. I overpronounce, <laughs> I overpronounce the N now. Dawn. <laughs> Is it? Maybe? See, I'm I can't just, do I'm it. I'm fine with the fact. I mean, we got half the U.S. behind That's us. That's true. I'm That's fine true. with the fact. Would it be that true? We pronounce them the same. That in the West, we tend to ma- have rounder vowels. I feel like that's a thing with the West, Western. I thought they're longer. <laughs> in Utah, <laughs> they are lazy. It's just laziness. Almost. Well, definitely in Arizona, there's a bit of a drawn, yeah, like a slower, but with a drawl, maybe, but. I feel like rounding, whereas when I hear that Lara, that is East Coast to me. That mm-hmm. feels like Boston, uh, New England, mm-hmm. where it's like everything's like, eh. eh. <laughs> kind of like, you know, eh. you know, annoying, like, eh. <laughs> no, like Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I love you guys. West Coast? <laughs> no, but generally, right? Like. Generally, they're annoying. On the if East you Coast. hear that, <laughs> no, <never mind. laughs> I okay. agree with you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Speaking of games, this week I wanted to email Al a question. Oh yes. But then I oh, thought, wow. wait a minute, we can do a what does Al know? Andy, I'll explain this game. I mean, now, yeah, this is a very important game. <laughs> given that I almost emailed you the question, yeah, I suspect you probably know. You got to be poker so. faced, though. Okay, absolutely. Okay, so the thing about Al is he knows lots of stuff. Yeah, and he also speaks with authority. About stuff he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. He has a, a way of just mix. sounding like he knows what he's talking but about. But has all he the ever time. spoken with authority about something he doesn't know? Well, I know that we think he doesn't. Or he just know everything. It I just, think those brake pad, my brake pad argument was pretty good. I feel good. like I think, he, bl- he bluffs his yeah. way with an intelligent guess. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we have a game called What Does Al Know? Which is where we ask a question and then we play a song. That's the best part of the game. And then we yes. go around and say whether we think Al is going to know or not. Okay. Right. And then Al but offers his answer. You, you, okay, so a little background on Al so you know, so you can inform your answer. He, Eagle Scout. Mm. He's, a guy, he's a guy who's done a lot of things such as uh, save turtles. That would not be me. And <laughs> lived abroad, lived abroad Uruguay. in South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's eaten armadillo, right? Yeah, armadillo? there's a broad spectrum of topics. Uh, that traveled lived three all million over miles the country okay. yeah. by plane. Okay, yeah, has status <laughs> at all the hotels. <laughs> uh, yes, I, all yeah. the hotels. Yeah, he at gets the the free time. water when he goes to the yeah. hotel. Yeah. He's doesn't doesn't your hair break clippers or something? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's steel crazy. hair. Yeah. His, his <laughs> hair is made out of steel. Every time they just go like so much hair. <laughs> they go like yeah, I know, right? Hair. Am I right? Every every four weeks. That's yeah. the conversation I have. Depends on what kind of back leader you are. There Do they go. use those shears that are like? Oh uh, yeah, he loves. Yeah, they use the. the, the I always have to go like, hey, can we thin it out? And they're like, you bet. <laughs> and then I go like, and they go, you know, you shouldn't do this every time, but. You should. And I go, oh, thanks. Yeah. What Let's happens if you do it every time? Well, it thins your hair out. Oh. So it's like if you're doing it too much, then you have all these like different lengths of hair. But I have so much hair that you can't notice that those 
are you know different lengths i guess i don't right. know what a great yeah. problem to have i know it's tough yeah. stuff okay okay and after all that i'll still get it wrong all I that doubt it. Up, all that build up. You almost always get it right. If you don't know the thing, do you answer like you know they it anyways? They actually uh, make me go and sit in the other room. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to speak the rest of the night. It's really... We remove one of his yeah. fingers or toes. It's, get out. It's got a short life, this game. Okay. This is very self-serving, by the way, this question, in which you'll understand when I say it. I have money in a 401k mm-hmm. from an old job. For many, many years, I've been planning to do something with it, like roll it into an IRA, quote unquote, don't know what that means. Um, And every year, my accountant tells me like, oh, yeah, call so-and-so. I seem to have forgotten who he told me to call. I think it was Vanguard. Mm -hmm. So I started doing some research into it, and I am debating whether to call Vanguard and have them do it or to use a company that has a robo-advisor. Like Westworld? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then I discovered that Jack Bogle, is it Bogle or Boggle? You know, Greg could never figure that out. What You call him Boggleheads or Bogleheads? I don't know. Well, he's the Vanguard guy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I bet this is, I bet Al knows this stuff. And I bet Al would be able to tell me whether I'd be better off calling (laughs) Vanguard. We're not like, Al's got to be poker face. I know, but he's like not making eye contact. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Whether I'm better off using a company like Vanguard, by the way, I should say none of these people are sponsors. I did have a, I did have a company that with a robo advisor as a sponsor at one point, which is like, they get super duper high ratings. However, for something like a 401k, that's like potentially a different situation. And the robo advisor gained sentience. (laughs) They they found the maze. Yeah, headquarters. Is it assumed that everyone knows what a robo advisor is? Oh, a robo advisor. I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. A robo advisor is, you know what? I'm tossing that in out. Yeah. Al will be answering that. Anyway, I think Al will be able to offer some information about which is the better bet for me. What do you think, Andy, about whether Al will or not? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that Al knows. Yeah. Al, do you think you know? Uh, of course he fucking knows. <laughs> Al absolutely knows. Oh, good. Ah! Pressure's on. So what I would say, there's going to be listeners who will freak out at this because they'll go like, no, I'm studying for this exam and I know. And... They should consult you, and it would be wonderful, I'm sure. Um, I, what I would say is do it before the end of the year just because uh, there may be some tax implications that you could benefit from having created like a Roth IRA. Um, Vanguard is going to be probably the safest bet just mm-hmm. because they're the largest. They've had uh, – they're not the largest, but they're a really large group. And they have a lot of really good – um, investment strategies and a lot of consultation that would be good. The robo advisors, I think, are new. And and now, what is a robo advisor? As far as I understand, the robo advisors are like where you don't control as much of where your money goes, and they have these algorithms it's that a, trade faster. It's a for computer, you. basically. It's a computer yeah. that's like kind of constantly looking at the market and re- and making trades for you. Yeah, huh. yeah. So it, it it's basically like what they're what they're trying to do is saying like. You know how Wall Street has those big fancy computers and they're constantly making these micro trades all day long oh, and they that? make tons of money? Well, we do that for you. We're these robo investors and we have this algorithm that's perfect. 
uh, yeah. it's constantly getting adjusted. The fees or how, how can be about? lower with that. Yeah, exactly. It's how, it's. How do you feel about that? that? I'm actually kind of excited about it. Yeah, uh, personally, but again, anytime you're going to put money into the market, you have to be okay losing it. Um, and and so you have to adjust kind of like your level of risk, and those robo advisors will allow that. So you can it, they'll give you like a bar that you can like adjust depending on your risk level. And the reason, listeners, I hope you're still with me. This is this is potentially indul- you know what it's indulgent, but there's probably other people in my boat. People who, have questions about yeah yeah that four hundred one that everyone <laughs> talks about. And the reason to take it out of the four hundred one and put it into an IRA is so that I can be adding money to it. You can add money in both situations, but the 401k... I don't think I can add money to the 401k because I'm no longer at that job. Like, it was years ago. Well, you could still add to it, but most likely what's happening is there's no one matching it. Right. So there's no reason to keep it in that same group, and you may have some restrictions on it. So rolling it over to an IRA just frees it up. Okay. And allows you to move it into different areas and perhaps control it more. And the difference between an IRA and an IRA and a Roth IRA is when you're taxed that's what i read like a roth like if you do an ira then you're putting in money pre-tax yeah so what you don't want to what you don't want to do is get taxed on both ends yeah so you don't want to get your dollars taxed and then put it in and then get taxed when you remove right so, so one of them yeah one of them yeah. is taxed now one of them is taxed when you remove it i do not know the difference roth is taxed when you remove it Correct. no yes no Roth is taxed now. Roth is taxed now. Yes. Because the idea of the Roth is that you're paying the taxes on it now and then you'll be able to grow it and then you won't be taxed on what you assume will be a larger savings I see. later on. And you on. won't be making as much money. Sorry. Did you, you just fall asleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about Roths versus 401k. And I am just an enthusiast, self-taught. <laughs> I do not consult financially for anyone other than myself. Thank you. Thank you very much, though. He knew. I knew you would know. Al knows about that stuff. What's IRA stand for? No idea. Individual Retirement Account. Beautiful. Oh. 24 by 7. What does 401k stand for? That I don't know. By the way, we all had quite a laugh at Al's expense when he said 24 by 7. Uh, cause what is <laughs> yeah. it? You listen to blue eyed soul 24 by seven when Jenna's gone. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> 24, <laughs> 24, yeah. 24 by seven. And then I'm sure you saw the tweets too. Oh, yeah. Mark Cuban said four by 24 by seven on shark tank. Really? The next yeah. day yeah. on the episode. Now, is that uh, just the craziest timing? Al, you spent time in Michigan, right? Or was that no Pennsylvania? I used to live in Pennsylvania and used to live in Illinois. So Mark Cuban's from Pittsburgh. He is. So I'm wondering if it isn't a regional a regional thing. It could be regional, but I did I did text Mark after the show and asked if he would say that. On you the, did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, would you mind just validating me a little bit? No, did they talk about that it was weird on Shark Tank? They like no just, one even reacted. They yeah. probably had to edit out all their reactions <laughs> when Lori yeah. was like, "There's they, no what way." What did you just they, say? There was like 45 minutes of reaction. <laughs> I bought a whole season of that show. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, I've been. We've been real into it. Oh, it's Such my a show. favorite. Twenty show. bucks for thirty episodes. I was like, yeah. well, we're doing it. Yeah, we uh, watch it every week. We love. I'm it. obsessed with it. It's amazing. Yeah. One year, I want to do a Shark Tank Christmas where we can only give each other gifts from of things that we've seen on Shark Tank. <laughs> What's your favorites? Oh, I don't even. I'd have to go back. Yeah. We bought a couple things. We bought Shark Tank, things actually. for sure. Have you liked them? Yeah. Yeah, everything they invent is like really awesome. I got Jenna because I was tired of having to give her massages. Yeah, yeah. I got oh, her this shoulder. like 
this weird like hook that she can oh, just rub yeah. her own shoulder. I they have, have one of those. I, I didn't know those. that was a Shark we'll Tank product. The Q thing. It's like it looks like I a Q almost. It's called a Q or something. Yeah, it looks like a big question mark. Yeah, but yeah. those have been around for a long time. I mean, well, I got mine like shark ten years one. ago. Well, this one's this a Shark one's Tank one. So Maybe it's, it's just a variation yeah. of one. They must have oh, yeah. updated it. All these Very cute. Are... I got some pants called Hold Your Haunches. They hold your butt up. They are awesome. <laughs> Wait, yes. how does this work? They're just like super tight. They're kind of like wearing spanks inside your pants. Are they to reshape your butt mm-hmm. or is it okay? So it's, it's so like waist training your butt. Well, not to reshape it. It's just so that when you wear like tight, when you wear. If you just want to wear like black pants and some boots or something, you put those on and then your butt looks nice and you round. Know what I just invented is a shirt that does that for men that takes the belly fat and gives you pectoral muscles. <laughs> you What's it called? Boots? Hold your paunches? Hold your, hold your <laughs> paunches. Yeah, you I'll See? give you 25%, honey. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> anyway, great pants. Uh, they are so not they're sponsors pants, They're either. not underwear. It's pants. It's pants. Actual pants. So you got to wear those pants. Yes. Cool. Which shark went in on it? I think Lori. I think that was I a Lori investment. Like Lori. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Lori so is have baller. A, f- a fave shark. I like the guy that sits on the right. The Croatian dude. Oh, he's oh, Robert. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Awesome. He just seems like a good hang. Yeah. So totally. does Mark though. I like them all. They're I all love, I like Mr. Wonderful. I like yeah. them all. It just depends on what they're you're working in. They're perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. Why do they call him Mr. Wonderful? That's what he calls himself. That's he's, worse. He, he is <laughs> he what keeps the show together. He is. Yeah. He's Be- the glue. <laughs> Does Mr. Wonderful do infomercials? Is that why he calls himself that? No, he's he's, just so rich. He just thinks he's really smart and really good at money. And you guys have you guys not gone down this road yet? Well, this would be the perfect post baby. Oh, it's so good! Like few months with the newborn. We do need a new show now that Westworld ended. The problem is there are there are still a lot of there's like so many shows in very little time and so a show like that feels like it's you could always just pop it in every now that's and then that's why it'll be good once the baby arrives right because yeah. you're so distracted anyway you, you can't need the, track yeah. the whole series probably yeah all right Let's anyway anything else you want to say about shark tank <laughs> it's a great show i love it barbara's crazy the one you should check out just throwing it out there yeah. uh the prophet Oh, great oh, show. That? Okay, no, not yeah, yet. Yeah, Marcus the Great show. He's awesome. It's like Shark Tank, but more in depth than one story. But he like rips these businesses up and helps them like nice. get efficient. Yeah. And I just am like, oh, I love efficiency. He does. It's so great. Well, that's like the what, Kitchen Nightmares, the yeah. Gordon yeah, Ramsay yeah, one, yeah. where like he goes that. in. Although you, you watch that show and you'll never eat at a restaurant again. It's horrible. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, Same with Bar Rescue. There's pretty much always insects in something. Oh, my God. Oh, this, yeah. he'll go into like... The fridge and just something someone just ate and then it'll pull out and it's just like moldy or have you guys heard that bees or wasps die in figs or burrow in figs or are found in figs? Have you heard this whole relationship between bees and figs? I've seen it. We have a fig tree. They think these beetles and and wasps go into they dig into them it's weird it's disgusting because i remember going on a field trip to the zoo in like fourth grade and hearing something about this bees and fig relationship and thinking i'm never ever eating a fig newton again 
that was my only relationship with figs at that point. <laughs> and then many years later, I thought I heard, oh, it's just certain figs, which is kind of like in the how the Grinch stole Christmas when he's like, oh, there's a light out. Like I should have known that whoever was saying that was probably just yeah. lying to me. But I, I, I became okay with figs because I – yeah, it heard it was just it's, certain figs. And then I re-encountered this information recently and it's not. It is all figs. The chance of a wasp in your fig I think is pretty high. I think it's something like 20% of Fig Newton is wasps. <laughs> <laughs> but I would believe that. There's that weird the crunch. Drugs. No, but whatever yeah. I read, that little, that, that nubby, crunchy feeling. Yeah, those are wasps. That's wasp, not, that's not wasps. Wasp no, that's nothing insect Wasp bones. <laughs> there was something wasp that was... Bones. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's an enzyme in the fig that like digest the wasp or something i don't know there's something that was supposed to make it okay but i still what thought do you mean, no more the figs for fig me. digests the wasp <laughs> jeff can you look this up Our the fig opens its mouth and eats the wasp figs are animals. <laughs> chews it up yeah poops it out the fig is somehow That's integral to the, the life wa- cycle of the poop. wasp but if Fig's everything goes jam. right then i think there's not a wasp carcass in your fig but like it absorbs yes it like resorbs it Something, something delicious like that, but it doesn't. Always, so wait, what do you? Ha- what happens in your fig tree? Well, we have two fig trees, two different kinds of fig, and mm. every time I go out there, like, oh, the figs are out. This is so great. First time, great experience, no problem. The second time, huge wasps and beetles oh. flying at my head, attacking me because they wanted into the figs, Ugh. not me. So since then, I've been too scared of my fig trees. <laughs> It's like you'll just be in the back watching and Jenna will like approach the tree and then run away screaming from it. <laughs> you know, like true. no figs today. No figs today. Yeah. That so I'm, unpleasant. yeah, it's sad. I have a fig Newton question. Let's have it. Mm. I feel like we're all in the same kind of age cohort here. Am I remembering this right? Then when we were growing up, the commercials, like a lot of the marketing was based on you being able to put the fig Newton back together. After oh, you yeah, broke it apart, like that. yeah. Oh yes, do you remember that? I do. I on that, I have never liked Fig Newtons. Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> I gotta say, they yeah. sound amazing like right them. now. I could yeah. go for a Fig Newton, but you know, you know what's sure. a better choice? A boysenberry Newton because no b- bugs. Um, wait, <laughs> but I feel like it was like, like wasn't the commercials the ad like commercial? you show them like breaking apart? Yeah, and then they would like put them back yeah. together. Yes, that's and also wasn't there talk of like, what's the fig? What's the Newton? Or was that just in my family? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. We no, referred no. to the cakey part as the Newton. Oh, I think you're right. So the so they were saying, listen, you can you if you break it apart and you have regrets about that, <laughs> right? You have the option of reassembling it. If you break it apart yeah. to look for a wasp, yeah. Okay. My grandparents had a Fig Newton cookie jar filled with Fig Newtons at all times. So I grew up like every time I went to grandma's house, had a stack of Fig Newtons. I feel like when you open that and reach in, you just get one gigantic hunk of Fig Newton. That's the best part. Yes. <laughs> you pull out like seven of them all together. That's like the biggest letdown for me. Like you a cookie jar. Yeah, cookies. Oh, Fig Newton. But <laughs> there should be no surprise. It was a Fig Newton shaped cookie jar it was a oh. it was a stack of fig newtons and then you took the lid off of the stack and, and then reach it and it was oh. full of fig then i guess i'd be like i should have known did she <laughs> yeah. love fig newtons loved them okay yeah. or would it would it have been an now, insult to put some other kind of something in there yes I, I don't know someone must have known maybe she loved them first and then the cookie jar came to be <laughs> i don't really know the 
the history. My sister took the cookie jar. She's got the fig. <laughs> I was going to say, I've jar. seen this cookie jar. Yeah, Ashley has it. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a fig Newton, like a grandma fig Newton, like being like, we used to be popular. See, listen to these guys talking like we really used to be cool. Because they're over. Um, yeah. yeah. Fig Newtons, don't they make you go potty? Like, isn't that a thing with those? Figs will clear you out. Sure. Okay, yeah. so well, I don't, you know, when you're I'm young, having deja vu. But they're right not now. like fiber one. <laughs> Probably talked about this. It's weird. I don't think that's their intention. No, no, that's not their. It's not the whenever, marketing okay, plan. This yeah. is a, whenever it's not I the activity of cookies. Whenever, yeah. See, I've always thought of it like, oh, people who are really into fig Newtons need to shit, poop a lot, like, because why else would you be that into them? Yeah, I think they're good. I'm now too. afraid of them, but I do. But I get what you're saying. They've now they're like healthy fig bars. They're uh, marketed that way. Not fig Newtons, but like Trader Joe's has a healthy yeah. figs fig before situation. they've been all dried out and everything are delicious. I like figs. Mm. The the Newton part. Uh. I'm into them. We'll I still some want figs. some. When I worked at Martha Show, they had a also a giant jar of fig Newtons there at all times. What? So this I would, but crazy. they were the like. Uh, Two in a pack, you like oh, individually yeah. wrapped. So wow. I ate a lot of fig newtons there too. What are the chances you encountered so many fig newtons? Honestly, older women must love them. <laughs> in a few years, I'm going to be like, get the fig newtons. We're <laughs> watching TV. Well, that speaks to Daniel's point. Do they think it's healthier? Like, it, I'm going to have a cookie, but I want to have something healthy. Some fruit. Yeah. I think it's just generational. I Maybe. think, so I think they were popular. I think so like they came up. Around here's right. here's a, a heated debate that we got into. Uh, Triscuits or Wheat Thins? Ooh. Wheat Thins. Wheat Thins. Triscuits. Triscuits. Man, they have like an olive oil black pepper one that's just... Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not getting into the flavors because okay, Wheat then Thins neither. has its flavors. Talking about the basic version. Let me ask you None. this. None. Can I put the canned squeeze cheese on it? You can put it on anything, though. Yeah. But I'm just asking. Look, I I threw out a flavor, and you told me it was illegal. <laughs> okay, I it is illegal. He's trying right to be respectful. Here's what I'm saying: you you can dot, you can put things on it, but you have to eat the basic version of it. So you can put cheese or salami yeah. or trees whiz, but trees whiz, trees <laughs> trees whiz, trees whiz. They have that Canadian way. thing. <laughs> uh, we call it maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, but the basic version of it, wheat thins are. Uh, I'm still team triscuits. triscuits. Team triscuits. If I have to pick one, triscuits. Yeah. And you're a wheat thins yeah, guy. Wheat thins, hands wheat down. Thins, yeah. Come on, Jeff. I'm not going to be any triscuits. help. I like. I like them both. <laughs> I feel. I feel like triscuit is better, but it needs help. You can't just sit there and eat triscuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could sit there and Debatable. just eat wheat thins. Right, you can pop a bunch of wheat thins. Well, the the right answer you know is what? wheat thins. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't love wheat thins. My mom's obsessed with wheat thins yeah. and eats them constantly. Usually has a box of them in the pantry, a box of them hidden in her car. And I grew up around wheat thins constantly, and I just couldn't love them like she does. If you think about it, a triscuit is a wheat thick. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like All it better. All of you Joneses. Hide food. Hide food. Yeah, that's it's a, so it's a real thing. thing. Yeah, my does sister does do it? it. Yeah, we all do it. Why? Do, do you have each your own little, like little stash? Oh, that totally. you know I know this where is my listen, area. Yeah, yeah. When we go yeah. home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, we buy food, and then Jenna goes, "Take this to our room." And I'm like, <laughs> I only only the stuff I really want to keep because if you leave it out, it's a free for all. If you put it out in the kitchen, anyone can eat it. 
which I'm fine with unless I buy something that I specifically want for me. Like what would be an example of that thing? Usually candy or something that uh-huh. I'm like, don't eat it. That's mine. You know, fiber one bars. Those are mine. That's type <laughs> thing. But I'm, yeah, I'd it's just that. a thing. My, a I grew up, my mom, I think my mom instilled it in all of She never ate with us. Because she didn't like, eat, like, if she was cooking dinner, she would, like, pretend to eat. But we all knew she wasn't eating because she was going to eat later when we went to bed. But she's not, like, she hiding gonna... the pot roast or anything. No, no, no. But, like, she, she, my mom's just funny. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't do huge meals ever for herself. So, like, I know, I think she existed when we were little children on Pringles and graham crackers. I honestly think because that is, never like, see her eat I never dinner. saw her eat. But I knew when she went to bed that night, there's a thing of Pringles hidden between her bed and the stand. Why would she do that? <laughs> wow. No idea? No idea. She doesn't like I am relating to strongly to Janae. Yeah. I feel like Janae I, and I might have and I think similar there's a grazing habits. pleasure of eating yeah. food when a kid's not like, what's she eating? Can I have some of that? Yeah, oh. that was Touching her you biggest and annoyance. Well, yeah, you don't have to share it. Yeah. Stay away from me. I'd be lying if I said there weren't stashes around this house. I know, but you, <laughs> but you have hidden them. I I hide it. Yeah, I and I've it. asked you to. Well, I have to. <laughs> I still okay. do the same thing in our house. I hide the stuff I really want, or I know that Al doesn't care about, and then the stuff that's a free for all is in the kitchen where it should be. Yeah. What? What is? What do I not know about? Well, now if I told you, <laughs> secret that would defeat food. The I know, I know. I have an alter ego that we've named Nibbles McGee. I was called Nibs. No, that's we weird. are related. That's really Wait, weird. Why'd they call you Nibs? Because I would always snack during school, like in class and stuff. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it was Nibbles. Like it started as Nibbles and then turned into Nibs. I call her Nibs sometimes. Yeah, Aww. and I'll say I'm feeling real nibbly. Yeah, it was a, my freshman year biology teacher gave me that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that is, what are the chances? That's two really Rosens. Two Rosens. Two, ro- two Nibbles Rosens. Nibbles so Rosens. Nibbles McGee comes out at night, oftentimes after I've gone to sleep. Whoa. Yeah. It's not It's not healthy. It's not normal. Um, so if someone Google searched <laughs> Nibbles Rosen, both of you would come up yeah. and be more specific. Wait, but, like your sleep with walking? With the middle name. Yeah. Or, yeah. No. I've actually done both. I have... I have not in a long time, but I have eaten in the middle of the night and like not been aware of it till the morning. And then I'm like, oh shit, what did I eat last night? I'd like to point out though, I'm so, everything's changed now that I'm pregnant, but I had become so accustomed to dieting that even in the middle of the night, I was making healthy choices. I was like, I ate a salad in the middle of the night. Not (laughs) always, but for the most part. And for the most part, we like we. I don't allow junk in the house. Everything's changed now that I'm pregnant. Um, and actually, there's less Nibbles McGee. I feel like Nibbles McGee was a response to being very restrictive and controlled yeah. during the day. And so mm-hmm. now that I'm kind of allowing, like, remember when I did your podcast, no carbs, right? Yeah, yeah. So now that I'm kind of allowing everything, I think I just am Nibbles McGee. <laughs> just turned into Nibbles. <laughs> I have embraced her, Jeff. Any wasp fig news? Yes. Okay. So, apparently, wasps do die in figs <sighs> and are consumed by the fig plant and turned Suck into protein. Suck it, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, Al. But, <laughs> but wow, uh, it's not like it. A fig is bursting with dead wasps inside. It doesn't happen a lot, apparently, and uh, a lot of food has bugs in it and it's just known that there are insect parts in it are you on like the the fig coalition website because yeah. i feel a lot of apologies for the wasps coming from you it's just no this is what i'm reading it's part of the process of 
pollinating the fruit. Okay. Is that there's there are wasps called fig wasps, and they're involved in pollinating the figs. And by doing that, some of them die inside there. I'm no longer involved in eating figs then. They sacrificed so you could have figs. Well, I appreciate that. Who sacrificed? The, the, the bee? The, oh, the wasp, I mean? Yeah. Wasp Jesus gives his life. They died so that you could have figs. Oh, gosh. What if Jesus returned as a wasp and we just didn't know it? That... Sorry, I don't mean to get all religious on you. <laughs> she gets very uncomfortable. You know what? I've made a decision. I'm coming down on the side of Big Trisket. We're glad to have you. Welcome. Welcome. You know what's really good on a Trisket? Little pizza sauce, little mozzarella. Oh, yeah. oh that does sound I feel good. like that's like eating one of those wheat, like sh- giant shredded wheat. Did you ever? They oh, yeah. don't really have, have that the, anymore. No, we, ha- we have it. It's in <laughs> we the. We do? It's, yeah, it's in, it's in the cabinet. Those gigantic oh. ones. I used to eat yeah. those Well, it's big not the size of your palm. <laughs> Gorilla's but it's like, fist. It was, it's like big. It's like a size of a burrito. I remember those. It's a massive it in yeah. half. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think good. you've eaten a Triscuit in a while. They're it's, quite good. They're you know super what? salty. It's, They're pretty greasy. Yeah. They're similar. Salty. Yeah. It's, they have a lot of texture. That's similar. why I'm, I'm giving the nod to them because they have a Thank lot of you. texture. Yeah. Wheat Thin is a fine cracker, but there are a lot of crackers that are in that ballpark. Oh, yeah, but what about the Tabasco flavored one? <laughs> oh, so we're now we're talking flavor. Uh, yes. uh, oh, okay. Change the rules. Now Al. we can. Oh. <laughs> the black cracked pepper or whatever it is is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy that just because of that. One okay. So good. Yeah. So garden so vegetable crackers or chicken in a biscuit? <laughs> Chicken and a biscuit. I did try the garden vegetable wheat thins on a Southwest flight recently. They were pretty good. They offered those on a Southwest flight? Southwest. They were giving me like Ritz crackers, Oreos, Fritos. Just first class. Wheat thins on Southwest. (laughs) I know. Crazy. I know. So many carbs. Snapchat. You guys, I need to talk about another new sponsor that I'm very excited about, and it is very pertinent to ladies in my situation. It is Icon Underwear. This is underwear for ladies who leak a little bit in the bladder department. Look, Daniel and everyone else. And Jenna's nodding. It's real. One in three women experience little bladder leaks when they run, jump, sneeze, or laugh. My issue lately is coughing. More than sneezing. Jenna? Uh, Definitely. Two of two women in this room experience this. (laughs) Because pregnant and post-pregnant right which is horrifying to me because i would have wanted to think that this is a condition that just affects you while you're pregnant but apparently no this is just the beginning i will never again enjoy sneezing which was one of my passions before or coughing also a passion there will never be a dry sneeze or a dry cough or a dry run that should be on your book. Like she'll leave you <laughs> yeah. with no nothing's dry after right. you read this book or something. You know, you guys need Icon pee proof underwear. They are from the same women who brought you Thinks period underwear, which you've probably heard about because there was a lot of press and a lot of attention paid to those. Icon looks and feels like regular beautiful underwear, but can hold up to six teaspoons of liquid without the bulky, bunchy, plasticky feel of a panty liner. And they really do. I got the um, bikini version in black and they look like expensive underwear but you can pee in them (laughs) (laughs) Um, they're machine washable they're totally life-changing and um they 
uh, they're anti-odor and anti-microbial. They have an anti-odor and anti-microbial treatment, so you can stay fresh all day long. And they come with a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. So take them for a dry run, and if you're not loving them within thirty days, they'll refund you. Easy peasy. Plus, get up to twenty percent off when you buy a set. Go to Icon Undies, I C O N U N D I E S dot com, and enter the code Best Friend for five dollars off your order. Again, that's Icon Undies, and enter the code Best Friend for five dollars off your order. Also, you guys, I want to say, um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, click the banner on my website, AllisonRosen dot com. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Helps out the show. Do your holiday shopping on Amazon, and I am on Patreon, Patreon dot com. <laughs> slash Allison Rosen. Patreon is sort of like Kickstarter, um, but you can uh, support podcasts, artists, etc. on an ongoing basis. There's different reward levels. You can get extra bonus episodes a month. Jenna has been a guest. Greg Heller has been a guest. I have been solo. Daniel and I have a TV recap. Well, not recap, but just a, a TV just, podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a bonus on there. Um, also, there's a live uh, video stream reward level and you can get actual merch in the mail in fact just sent today we just sent some stuff to yeah. the official fan club level just today um it's super fun patreon.com slash allison rosen okay so i received an email from one greg heller greg heller is the guy who sits in the seat that you're in but doesn't anymore mm. the, f- the former he, he used to sit in that seat what and happened? then he died. He disagreed with Allison. Perished. Yeah. No. And sent emails. <laughs> from um, from the other side? Yeah. Four no, avocados. He, he changed jobs and he just got too busy to do it mm. all the time. So he's sporadic now. Got but it. anyway, he emailed me um, to say, I had a dream last night that you and Daniel had moved to Maui and were living in a tiny broken down house under a giant banyan tree. Banyan? That's what we... We got no, the, married near a banyan tree. We got married near a banya banya tree. Are they the same? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. You were suffering from some really awful skin condition. A sort of <laughs> head-to-toe psoriasis. So romantic. I know. And had hired a shaman to cure you, which she attempted to do by shaking massive empty milk cartons over you while you laid in bed next to Daniel, who seemed annoyed by the entire process. Elsewhere in the dream, possibly before, you and I were part of a long line of people, thousands, who, as part of some clinical trial, had agreed to scale a skyscraping metal structure similar in many ways to those cold war relic playground rocket ships i'm not sure if you made it to the top but i know i did and it was like thousands of feet from earth kind of like the view you'd have atop one of those buildings in dubai once up there per conditions of the trial i had to sing a song in russian which i did despite knowing only a few russian terms taught to me by an ex though i should mention i watched eastern promises this weekend which is partly in russian anyway that was the dream no lobsters present greg always drove about lobsters and yes if so inclined you may share this on the show bye greg that's great though i just don't like that i had a scaly skin condition in his dream yeah that's weird it is weird but, but we it's got so greg it really is yeah although you hate maui i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of maui i love maui well then so maybe i maybe i was with someone else maybe <laughs> and then greg also sent um a little audio message i like Men who look <laughs> young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. <laughs> He's on point. You got to give him that. 
Hey, you guys, it's Greg. Um, coming to you live from the 101 North. I'm just leaving the office. I, I have an office now. I go to this big building and I take the elevator to the 25th floor. And then I go into my office and I sit there like, what are some ideas for TV that would be funny? Maybe I could execute them. In this big building, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. Job, it's an interesting job. It's fun. Got so, any uh, <laughs> I was just talking to say hi. I sent Allison a dream that I had that had her and Daniel in it that I'm assuming she will be talking about on the show. And I assume this because she told me so. Um, I miss you all. Sam, I haven't seen you in a while. I assume that you've grown into like a very vivacious and bright young woman. You always have <laughs> had so much potential. And I can only imagine you're starting to realize that potential. Uh, Al, I miss you. Still want to know what you know, Daniel. I miss having someone yell, Tonight! At me. Jeff, I miss the rigidness of my microphone stand. <laughs> uh, Bono, I miss you a lot too. I'm excited to meet your unborn child. And that is a complete update from me. Everybody. Oh, Jensen also. Hello. I think you're probably there, but maybe you're not. Uh, you guys have a wonderful show. Um, that's it. We'll talk soon. Bye, everyone. There's no symbolism in this song, by the way. It just happens to be the song that was playing when I was recording this thing. There's doesn't like there's no symbolism in it or anything. <laughs> By the way, I said, I think you forgot Jenna. And he went, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he said to tell you that he misses you a ton. Well, I miss him, too, I guess. <laughs> I do. But still, I felt, I mean, I guess I turned, maybe I turned Sam into the, you know. Vivacious young vivac- lady that yeah, she is. that she is <laughs> these days. So, you yeah, know. Yeah, I think in his head, you and Sam maybe morph. I, I don't know. I think so. But yeah. still. But still. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it up with him. Don't worry. <laughs> He okay, good. I'm a dick. <laughs> but so, I do love you, Greg. Love you, Greg. Just putting it out there in the universe. Yeah. People don't think we're really in a feud. This isn't Real Housewives. <laughs> we are genuine friends. Okay. That's cool, bro. That's the way shit goes down. <laughs> Question for Andy. Sure. What's new in the beverage world? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I've been rocking some grape juice with uh, apple cider vinegar. Lately. Why? Why? It's supposed to like keep away the sick from you, like the stomach flu. Hmm. Huh. We were worried that the stomach flu might have invaded our house, but it didn't, I don't think, like about a week ago. So I started drinking it, and I've done this over the years. It's a tasty beverage. Really? Something about the vinegar gives it this like extra bite. I've never had kombucha, huh. but that's been described as like tasty vinegar. Yeah, I'm not a big kombucha fan, but some people really like it. It does have a, yeah, there's like something... It was like acidic sort of it. Mm. it you, you feel that it's beverage. fermented. Do you? Yeah, but it's like boogers in it sort of. It looks like snot inside of it. Okay, Ooh, that makes pass. me want to die. Yeah, which is gross. What is the ratio of grape Good juice question. to vinegar? So 
I think it's just like one heaping teaspoon of vinegar. Okay. But I might have that wrong because I think last time I went down this road, it was more vinegar. To like a so glass I need to Google of it. grape juice. Yeah. Okay. If you Google it, there's like tons and tons of threads about it. But I just like the taste about it. Taste of it mm. now. And why did you think stomach fluid invaded? Did it leave a note or did it just... It's like, <laughs> on the like, morrow, we will... One of my kids yeah. was sick and then the next day, Elizabeth felt really nauseous, mm. but she like never pukes. So if she feels really nauseous, I'm like, oh, right. okay, everyone's going to start up. puking except you. Right. But then we made it a week. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and then someone I was working with puked. Recently. Oh, yeah. So it was around. And you. I got an email. There was like a birthday party that canceled because the family was sick. I just feel like it's, it's going around. Going yeah, around. it's going around. It's yeah. such a weird thing. Like, I used to never care about that stuff. And now it's like all I think about if someone coughs near me, I'm like, oh, get away, get away. Oh, absolutely. You're just like, I don't want to deal. Being sick when you have a kid, right, is yeah. the worst thing. Yes. You just, oh, it's the worst. We took Samantha to the zoo this week. <laughs> and like, she randomly has like this scratch on her arm. And it's like super red and it looks like her hand is swelling up. And like our immediate reaction is like, she probably has Motaba. She probably does. I don't even know what that get, is. That's like the, that's the, the fake, fake virus from, in that movie Outbreak from oh, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole time we're like, oh my gosh, we took her to the zoo and suddenly she has broken out and breaking out into these hives. And it was just, she like scratched her hand and we completely overreact. And then five minutes later, we're like, it's just a scratch on her hand. So, but we get it. It's, yeah. I, I am. Just so stressed out about sickness it's it's ridiculous child rearing newborny question and for people who are tired of hearing about it i'm sorry <laughs> that's all i can offer. yeah I, um but a lot of people are into hearing about it okay so i heard if we are considering getting like a mommy's helper or babysitter or just any sort of help to interview in the third trimester which would be now However, I was talking to my sister today who has a son, and she's like, unless you want help immediately, which I don't think I do, she's like, I would just wait till he's here because you don't know what his needs are yet. Now, granted, I don't know that needs can vary from baby to baby, but I think that what I could see needing is, well, I guess I don't, I just don't even know what this is going to be like, but what I could see needing is, oh, I'm recording a podcast. I need someone to watch him for a couple hours in the house while I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's considered a mommy's helper or a babysitter or a nanny or like, there's all these different terms. I've never heard mommy's helper before. Me neither. I think mommy's helper is someone who's watching the kid like while you're still around. Yes. Sure. While you're in the house. I can say that's still a babysitter, but that makes sense. makes sense. Now I'm assuming you guys have both used babysitters before. Yes. Oh yeah. How early did you start doing that? Where did you find them? We have a lot of trusted we friends. We have church is our community. So yeah. we like. I know we got to join. You, I'm yeah. serious though. If you guys need sitters, we have to, hit we us have, up because. Can we do it without av- having to actually go to church though? <laughs> totally. I just want to yeah. plug into the network. <laughs> but we can <laughs> totally hook you up. That would actually be amazing. Because we know a million babies. Okay. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. All right, we may. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good. And- I say you wait. Because to me, you want to, when we would interview babysitters, you want to see what they're like with your kid, too. Right. Because, like, for some reason, like, we had one lady we interviewed that our daughter just freaked out with. And we're like, well, we're not hiring that lady. Like, I don't know why she freaked out, but, like, Ooh. I don't know. I think you wait, unless you want the peace of mind of, like, we already found a babysitter we like and you're going to need 
them right. in the first month or two or something. Right. But otherwise, I think maybe wait. Or maybe like do the research, have the phone numbers mm-hmm. ready to go, but then wait till later. I don't know. My sister told me, because they had a, a nanny in New York when my sister went back to work that they loved. And they interviewed nine or ten people to find her. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, that's a lot. That's just what, and just another thing that makes me feel like, I don't know if I have the energy for this. That's, that doesn't sound like a, a lot to me. I mean, it's a lot of work. Well, but as my I sister think, said, it's the most important job interview ever. Right. Like, still, it just, <laughs> I mean, I, this I is why I shouldn't like, do it in the third trimester. I'm too tired. Like 20 or 30 yeah. people or something crazy. We, that same lady that we didn't hire, we, a friend ended up hiring. And like nothing but like glowing, glowing reviews. And like they were like the most reasonable price by far of anybody. And they're like, oh, she's the best. She cleans our entire house. We've never asked (laughs) her to clean the house. She does our laundry and all this stuff. And then like our babysitters don't do anything. But they keep our kids safe. Actually, But we made the wrong call. Yeah. Is she available (laughs) if my kid doesn't freak out around her? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Huh. Huh. I don't know. It's tough. The we can recommend some people tough. too, though. Okay, like, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the interview process. I'm just going to give you some behavior-based questions. Like, <laughs> you know, what was what's your biggest weakness? <laughs> uh, tell me about a time when you succeeded at a project. You know, those kind of questions. <laughs> right. Asking those. Right. Medazolam? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have fears that... Uh, Al, I'm going to say this sure. to you. Okay. Uh-oh. When you're alone with your child in a public place that they'll start choking and you won't know what to do. <laughs> That's one of my biggest fears. I like watch those like CPR videos <laughs> over and over. But then I have the fear like I was at, uh, I went, I took the one-year-old to Shake Shack today. Yeah. And I was like, God, if he starts you know, choking on this chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, You're A, gonna that's going to be really bad. And then B, like, how long do I try to solve the problem before I yell? Like, does anybody know? Help! You know? I need help! But, like, yeah. I think about that every time, you especially when I'm alone. Like, any- Yeah, we did a CPR class. Yeah. I still, I have, like, the worst memory, though, so I, I really Same. stress out about that yeah, stuff. That would- Is it breathe into the chest and push on the face? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> uh, I panic when Jenna leaves. Yeah. So I'm totally fine after I get my composure, but like for like Jenna will be like, "Hey, can you you know hang out with Samantha? I'm gonna leave for a while." I'm like, "Yeah, totally. I know how to do this." And then as soon as the garage door closes, I'm like, "What do I do? I don't even. Can I be alone with Samantha? Is this legal? I. That's more my. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know what to do. I'm leaving town this weekend for a gig. Two days. I'm gone. And he already told me on the drive over here, like. Be prepared to give her like a really great bath when you get home because I'm just not confident <laughs> washing her that well. She's not going to be that clean. Let's be honest. <laughs> Is it because she's a girl? No, it's no. just that I'm not good at it. He just, I just says go, it's like, like hard and slippery and like I as can't soon as do you it. like lay her down in the bathtub, she tightens all up, and then I feel like listen, at any moment you could dunk under the water, <laughs> just because I don't know how to do this very well. And if you move, I like you're you're balancing one hand while you're trying to grab the soap with the other. It's just it's tough. I just not. I don't like it. Oh you boy. can't just make like a soapy soup and then dunk the kid in and be done. One would think. You can. One put, would think. Put it I, in the dishwasher. I try to get her to hold her breath. I'm like, <gasps> but it, just doesn't, it doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. Yeah, it never works. Oh, this is all stressing me out. I know. <laughs> I do. I constantly worry about her choking. But my biggest fear is when Jenna leaves and then I'm alone and I, I, I go into. But what are you confidence. afraid that's going to happen? Uh, yeah, like that she'll fall and cry or that she'll be crying constantly and I won't know how to solve it. 
Right. Uh, that's more my concern. Yeah. But I also don't go out very often with the baby by myself. So. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Shake Shack, man. You're, I, I look up to you. I took you're, both to Shake Shack. You're by way once. braver than I am. That was oh a mistake, but yeah. it was. It was <laughs> what happened? Yeah. It's just kind of mayhem, and my daughter. It's like she didn't want to sit in this seat, and we had to move to the other seat, and it was like it was super busy. I have a double stroller at Shake Shack. What do you do with the double stroller at Shake Shack? Like, it's it hard was, to enjoy yeah. your food at that point. Oh, yeah. You don't enjoy. You don't it at enjoy all. anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's super fun. Get I can't excited, wait. You guys. I just can't wait. <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. It is awesome. It is. It is. Period. You know what? I'm worried. I'm. I've mentioned this before, but I'm worried about Wendy and the baby, and I don't mean I'm worried about how Wendy's going to interact with the baby because she's actually very good with kids. I'm just, I don't, I'm worried about how this is all going to work because she's our baby now. Oh, she get, I'm so sorry. She's going to get the shaft so big. No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I, wait, you guys, I literally, so we did dog agility with our dog like six years ago uh-huh. and I found the video and I was working with someone today <laughs> that I showed the video and I texted it to Elizabeth and she just wrote back, Oh, we just, we used to have so much time for her. That's so sad. Like, it's just, yeah, it's over. And the first time the dog wakes up the baby, you're going to feel a new wrath that you've never felt before. I don't want to feel wrath for Wendy. (laughs) Like, when I imagine being in the hospital, this is, people are going to make fun of me for this. When I imagine being in the hospital, giving birth and like looking at Daniel and, oh my God, can you believe this is our baby? And when, that moment, like this is our family. It's going to be so meaningful. It feels weird that Wendy's not going to be there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's my is... relationship with her right now. Do you like, guys I... have a dog? No, we don't. we don't. Yeah. Maybe we might be the exception. I don't, I doubt you are. But no. like we love our dog, but our dog is a constant pain in the ass now with the the kids. Our daughter doesn't like the dog for one, so that's a problem. Oh no! Huh. What, like in what way? Because our dog's like kind of hyper, um, and just like our daughter, I don't know, just doesn't like her. Our son loves the dog. Mm. Um, but yeah, the dog constantly wakes our son up, which is super annoying. Uh, you just don't have time, and the dog doesn't get as much exercise anymore, so our dog's more wound up. It's right. kind of sad. It's just sad. Do you, do you feel like your feelings about the dog have changed or just your the amount of time you have? Like, was the dog your baby before your babies? Of course. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, I feel like I have to check myself. Like, oh, take it easy on the dog. Like, this poor dog's not getting the love that it used to. And As opposed to being sad. frustrated. Yeah. But I do feel real frustration. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. So- <laughs> I hope my dog's not listening to this. I do have a large canine listenership. Oh, no. This is not what I want to hear. I I don't think Wendy's going to be... She's going to get the same... She's going to get affection. Like, she's not a high-maintenance dog, first of all. You don't think? Well, she barks. That's a problem. I feel like... She sleeps most of the day. You hand-feed her. No, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not... Every meal. <laughs> no, just um, dinner just every dinner. night. There are things that that she's gonna have a hard time. <laughs> things that she's gonna have a hard time adjusting to, for sure. But I don't think it's gonna be as bad as you think. In she's the morning, <laughs> when Daniel gets up, he goes 
into the bathroom, shuts the door, and then I hear like this is a new thing. This is a, a pawing at the door, and then he opens. Come in, and then no, because she she'll just sit there scratching. Yeah. At the door. So now she hangs out while Daniel goes to the bathroom and showers. That's high maintenance. That's your job. <laughs> I know. But she does that with you. Yeah, that's true. She enjoys. She just wants to be room. around. Yeah, yeah, in the room. She's, um, she's pretty high maintenance. Yeah, but that's fine. That's not like when you I have, just look at it's it. It's more like, about like taking her out on walks and stuff. But right, you know, we were already scaling that back. So, but that'll be fun with the baby, walker. though. That yeah. aspect, I think, will be yeah. fun. That's not like I like going on walks with the kids and the dog. Yeah, yeah. See the way I am looking at it at the beginning. Since I'll be on baby duty, you be on Wendy duty. That's you're going to want Daniel on baby duty with you. Yeah, you're not going to. That works out for me. I think But you will that, be on. You will be full-blown dog duty, that's too. That's true. You're going to be that's pulling true. double duty. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm going to get her one of those little doggy treadmills, and that'll wear her down. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to monitor that the whole time. That's fine. I'll just read a book or something. Okay. Watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, you guys. This is an awkward transition. But I want to tell you about Tarte Cosmetics. Elizabeth's into cosmetics, is she not? Sure. To a degree? Sure. I feel like when I did your podcast, I noticed that she in the bathroom... Um, did you guys kept... go to the bathroom together first? No, we didn't. No, I just used your restroom. Okay. Or hers. But I noticed that she had lots of makeup and little makeup bags, which is the way I keep mine, too. Oh, yeah. 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 There's that a makeup means bag she's, Yeah, there. exactly. She's yeah. into cosmetics. Okay. She's probably familiar with Tarte. Yeah. They're an amazing brand, and they have a ton of really cool stuff. Um, my friend Corinne used to work for them. And that is, then at that point, I was turned on to them. So I was super excited when they became a sponsor on my podcast. Um, and they worked closely with YouTube sensation Graveyard Girl. Are you familiar with her? I was not familiar with her because I'm not hip like that. It's uh, G R A V, then the n- numeral three, Yard Girl, but pronounced Graveyard Girl. She has a bazillion followers and she does. Like you watch it and you're like, oh, I get why she has so many followers. She's there's something very watchable about her. Is she gothy or no? Yeah, kind of. Okay. She's kind of she's kind of gothy. She's got like her own look. Um, what's the name of her? Her her followers are referred to as her swamp family. She's fun to watch. But anyway, they teamed with her to create a universal full face palette. It's got nine new matte and luster shadows, a high intensity highlighter, bronzer, and blush. And you can do like smoky eyes or sculpted cheeks or both. All sorts of looks you can do with this. Um, and I love Tarte Cosmetics. So don't wait, she you guys. Looks like, uh, she looks like somebody that was on um, one of those like American Idol shows or something. Yeah, sorry cool look she does have she has a cool look yeah so don't wait (laughs) get this hottest selling palette in time for the holidays grab one for yourself or for a friend for the perfect holiday gift and right now is an exclusive promo for listeners of this podcast you'll receive five dollars off your order of this unique collection when you use the code podcast exclamation point that is podcast exclamation point. Just go to tartcosmetics.com, T-A-R-T-E cosmetics.com and enter the code podcast exclamation point. That's the word podcast with an exclamation point at the end and receive $5 off for this limited time collection. That's tartcosmetics.com code podcast exclamation point order today. This offer expires soon. Okay. 
let's put our let's let's offer our plugs now. However, you guys, this is not the end of the podcast yet. I just like to change it up. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants and D Quants on the Snappy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> On the drop, you can hear me going, ugh. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Al. I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Do you 24 guys, by 7. Do you and Jenna still do Snapchat a lot? I haven't Sometimes. been on there in a long time. We we went karaoke this weekend and snapped the entire thing. Too much snapping and at that was, point. Uh, I'm sure people hated it. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. But it was a lot of fun. I've been uh, not on the Snappy recently. I got to get back on that. It's, I've been missing stuff. Yeah, as soon as you start using it again, then you're like, oh, fun. this is a lot of fun. It's fun. And I know, but the, it's hard to be consistent. The hard part about the uh, karaoke side is that, like, when you're in the karaoke room, you think you're singing really, really well, but Snapchat just picks up how bad you are. <laughs> so uh, bad. Yeah. So it, it was pretty terrible when we. Watched it back over again. Real wordsmith, my husband is. I'm not up for the buffoonery. But wait, don't we have Jenna doing her her star making turn? As la 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 la. So gross. Jenna, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Kim Jones. Also on Instagram at Jenna Tries, where I taste lots of junk food and other delightful things. Um, and also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones, featuring myself and the hashtag Al. And uh, that's about it. And Andy, let us know where to find you and plug all the things you'd like to plug. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Spelled Out Rosen Rosen, Dr. Rosen Rosen. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts I'm on at totallylame.com, L-A-I-M-E. Uh, I think that's all I got to plug, really. Good. Good work with the, with the plugs, then. Mm. Okay, let's do Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Danielle. Oh, this is where people write in with things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me, or is it everyone, and we weigh in. Danielle Lynn says, Christmas just me or everyone. Never heard anyone tell scary ghost stories during the holidays. Re the song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Took me a second, but yes, Tales of the Glories, and uh, it's... Wait, what? Get, there's a line oh, about we'll tell song. scary yeah. ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas's long, long ago. Well, I is think that's Scrooge, stories? right? That's what oh. I always that's what I always thought of when I heard that line is when Scrooge is visited by his like former and that's scary ghost stories. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. I guess so yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what I, I always thought about. about. Yeah. I had a humongous, humongous Christmas Carol epiphany, and I there is. Hang on a second. <clears throat> Disgusting. Um, <laughs> sitting there thinking about I saw oh. mommy kissing Santa Claus, and I was thinking, what a weird song that is that she's making out with Santa Claus. What's going on? <laughs> and 
what's where's the dad in all of this? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santa Claus is the dad. I wasn't just, I wasn't just figuring I this just, out. And then I asked Daniel, but I was, I almost tweeted about it, but I'm like, no, that's too far fetched. I really think this is about her making out with the actual Santa Claus. I mentioned it to Daniel. <laughs> Apparently, everyone else realized this years ago. Um, it is ahead, so weird that you are thinking about the song because I, in my head, was like, is there a joke in there about, like, what if this is actually just a really sad song about infidelity? <laughs> mm. Like, because. What yes, if it was I've understood What it, not- if it's not really down? It's I just, a, go ahead. I just thought it was the follow up to Santa Baby. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a song that works on the two levels. And what I love about this is that Allison has always <laughs> seen it from the point of view of the child, where Santa actually exists. Yeah, and, and like he's her hall. Obviously, I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Dad's just upstairs, like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. Um, I really did think it was a song about in like Yuletide infidelity yeah. the whole time, but for some reason, because it's Santa who doesn't really exist, then it's not really infidelity. But I was thinking about it, I'm like it kind of is. It's, <laughs> it's a, a weird song. Yeah, I hate. I hope spoiler to anybody who doesn't know this, but sometimes dads are Santa. Yep. Mm. That's very true. We did a we're doing a little video for our church and we asked all the kids in our in in our ward. I don't people do people know that our congregation. We asked all the little kids cre- questions on camera and we're editing them together and one of the girls has seen her dad dress up as Santa and thinks it's her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> she actually thinks she's related to Santa Claus, and it's Aww. so cute. She's like, "Well, that... I kind of know him pretty well because he's I'm, I'm his niece. niece." And and then like went on to explain how he works, and it was Aww. the cutest thing ever. So that song probably would traumatize her. Yeah, that, yeah. That it's reminds about a Hamlet me. Situation. There was a story on This American Life where the kid found like found out that their dad was the tooth fairy do you remember this and then but the kid instead of realizing that the tooth fairy doesn't exist thought their dad was the tooth fairy (laughs) like (laughs) it's the great (laughs) like his dad was like a celebrity in this town you know you know what's i can't imagine sleeping so soundly that someone could sneak in and put money under my pillow yeah like like the tooth fairy did when i was a kid Cause now I would, they'd be even be in my doorway, and I'd be wide awake. Yeah. All right, Daniel, you've got your challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel could You're, does sleep sound. I could sleep through anything. Allison's a very light sleeper. Yeah, but yeah. now you got to try and see if you can sneak it in there. Yeah, see if you can under her pillow. Yeah, see if you can yank one of her teeth out while she's <laughs> sleeping and then put it under her pillow. Um, Demi in Cordova says, "If I'm crossing the street, I'll speed up if there's a car waiting for me, just so they don't." Wait, I'll speed up. If there's, if I'm crossing the street, yeah, I'll speed up. Yeah, if there's a car waiting, like as a pedestrian, for me, just so they don't have to wait. Yeah, I do that. Don't we? Doesn't everyone do that? Yeah, Move do with that. purpose. Yeah, no. I, I. Okay, so I was crossing the street today, and it was a situation. See if I can explain it. There was a car uh, that was waiting to turn right onto a busy street, and there was another car pulled turning left in onto that same street from the busy street is that if that yeah, makes yeah, sense yes. right mm-hmm. and i so i was gonna cross but but the car on the busy street was gonna go so i was waiting because he would have hit me and he and if i made him wait he would have been blocking traffic sorry to make this confusing but the guy who was waiting to turn right gives me this look like 
I stopped and he wanted me to go and he gave me this your majesty <laughs> like with his hand oh like Joe across the street and I, didn't, I couldn't tell if he was being sarcastic like oh no please walk in front of me or if he was sincerely <laughs> like making this grand gesture to the pedestrian it, either way I was just like what and then I was pointing and then he was like what and it was this weird <laughs> interaction like he didn't know the other I don't know with yeah. regard to- <laughs> yeah I should have just I should have walked more regally as I crossed thank you put that nose up in the air and go for it yeah. <laughs> Rafael Castaneda says, I'm afraid that when it's cold outside, if I fart, it will be visible like when you can see your breath. Oh, my God. That would oh, be great. Is that a thing? I don't think so. Oh. But no, I think it? it would, but I think the, the, it gets the filtered out by the pants. Not a, yeah, you, you got to have you gotta be uh, bare, water condensation. You That's bare bum for that. Mm. Right. You would yeah. have to have your butt hanging out of your jeans. It'd have to be a juicy one, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. There's got to there's be Something water condensation. Right. Yeah. 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 I want to try. I it. don't recall this happening in winter. I don't recall seeing this happen. Right. Sure I, think Al's, I think Al's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why the lack of moisture. It. It's because there's all the yeah moisture in there. Let's start those YouTube videos. Yeah, it could be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I bet you that's out there. Just, that's I don't want to Google it. I just can't. Somebody's fresh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of kids in Iceland, you know, hanging their butts out, <laughs> farting it up. <laughs> Marley Saluna says, listen to every single ad on every single podcast because I can't stand to miss a joke or clever comment. <laughs> Plus, I love coupons. Well, you are the perfect listener. Thank you. Yeah. A genius, dare I say. Yeah. We should slip jokes in all of the ads. We to, try. To, you know. I mean, I try to. <laughs> <laughs> the way they're... Deathly boring and so dry. That's not the goal. The well, goal I is think there of are jokes, jokes, but then they're always going to ruin the ad, so I have to bite my tongue. Thank you. Thank you. And sometimes I accidentally make them, and then I know. Allison will look at Jeff and, and be like, we're cutting that. Right? I, anytime I say anything during an ad, I feel terrible. Like, oh, Jenna, don't. Ugh. just So anytime, just cut it. You I, don't know, like, I don't. Jenna, yeah. I feel like you could chime in whenever you want. No, I still feel like anytime I do chime in, it comes off weird and I sound weird. And then I'm like, just take it so. out. Just take it out. Yeah. No, I feel Except like- turds. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Used to run faster says if handed a napkin while eating, I assume I'm eating in a horrifying manner, not fit for the table. If handed a napkin. Oh, like if someone is silently like <laughs> suggesting that perhaps you right. need this. Is that the table, the eating at the table version of somebody slipping you a piece of gum or offering you a piece of I gum? I think so, yeah. No, but I don't take the napkin thing that way. I would just if you're like, mid-meal? oh, thanks. It depends. Did the person forget to bring the right. napkins out? Like, oh, here, here are the napkins. Right. If this happens all the time no. to this person, though, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be time to take a look in the <laughs> <Yeah>. mirror. <laughs> I always feel like I take it like, Oh, am I a savage that I started eating before being properly napkined? Uh, Maybe. Uh, yeah. That's how I take it. I, I had a dilemma this weekend. We were eating at a restaurant on, and we were on these stools. Um, and yeah. you, I don't know what to do with my napkin be, if I don't have well, like don't a have proper a lap. lap situation. And so you don't want to have your dirty napkins like laying there next to your meal. So I just wad it up in my hand and that maybe looks better but i feel more like a, like a dirty cowboy or Wait, something like that Wait why can't you put it on your lap? Well because there's no lap. 
Because we were sitting on because stool, you're on a so stool. our legs were kind of dangling. Uh, the yeah. proper etiquette would be actually to slide it under your thigh or your buttock. We'd like to know. In sixth grade home ec, yeah, I had to take like I had to take like this etiquette portion of it, and they said like when you leave to go to the restroom, you put the napkin on your chair. Yeah, and then when you come down, if you like accidentally sit on it, you would just like slightly slip it out. So I would say that if you're on in a stool, you would just take like a corner of it and tuck it under you, so it's like hanging. What is the proper etiquette if you're eating meat and you get gristle that you can't chew? What do you do with it? I think, I think Al knows. Andy, do you think Al knows? Yeah, he seems like a guy that would know this. Sixth grade etiquette class. Fill it all. They cover it all. <laughs> so you know. I'm gonna good. say. He, I'm gonna say he knows. Because I've never seen him do it, so he must know he does it slyly. Oh, he, Daniel? Um, well, I don't want to bet against Al here, but I'll just take the contrarian and say he doesn't know. Okay. Al knows. I have high confidence. Al. You just spit into your napkin. So you just go... Yeah, you would just, you just go, take oh. it up to your mouth like you were going to like dab your mouth and just take the... But it's still awkward it looking. I mean, I always feel weird when I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look for that window of opportunity when maybe people are looking away or something. I actually have no idea what the proper etiquette I, is. So that's oh my what God. I thought. Al didn't know. So no. you just but like I spit know, it out and go, But I know like where you should put your utensils depending on what you want to communicate to the server. Mm-hmm. So like if you're in an open position, it means you're still eating, but if you have it... Uh, like your fork and knife are together and on the right hand side of the plate it means you're done. It's uh-huh. like a closed position. Oh, I didn't know uh-huh. they had to be on the right hand. I thought it just, yeah. if they're closed anywhere, that means you're ready to go. Oh. Was like, her name was like Sarah Stewart. I don't know if she's legit or not. But I, it was a I tend cousin. to put, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I was impressed. I tend to put them at like 740. If your plate is a clock. That's, I yeah. put them together and put them at oh, 740. Like diagonal down. Oh yeah, this yeah. is like a three o'clock straight out. I never do that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know. Well, Who I'm knows what message I'm sending to them? It's like flags in, in uh, nautical. They, they like say semaphore? Yeah. It's like different <laughs> things. Like if you put the knife over here on this place, you know, it says, yeah. I need a refill on the water. The only issue is that no serving staff knows this language. Right. So I'll still have it like wide open. There's like, y'all finished with that? And I'm like, no, can't you read? <laughs> and they don't. They need you know, paging Sarah yeah. Stewart. No one knows. Um, I'm going to ask the question that I feel like Andy might be wondering still, but where did your lap go? Because I was on these stools too, and I had my napkin in I my was, lap. Well, I was sitting on the edge of the stool, so there's no like... So my, your legs were going down. My legs were apart, and there's no chair under the gap. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Sometimes I'll... Tuck, I, I think I get it. I mean, yeah. I get the dilemma. It's so, yeah. Sometimes I'll tuck a little corner into the pocket of my. Pants. I've done that. I've been there. Yeah, I could have done those things. I I, I chose w- to fist it. I, w- <laughs> I worked with a, a New Zealand artist for the past couple of weeks, and she, the first time we went out to eat together, she was like, "Can I put the napkin on my lap?" She said, "Can I?" Yeah, no, she asked. She's like, "So I put it on my lap," and I was like, "Where do you normally put it?" And she's like, "I just usually kind of have it here, right on the table." Oh. and I asked. I was like. Is that a New Zealand thing? And she's like, I think so. Like, she didn't know really, but <laughs> she I thought the woods? like you know, it seems so weird, right? Young? Like twenty one. Oh, huh. young. But I don't not seem It's not her first meal. Yeah, to ask if where you put your napkin. Yeah. So maybe like I wonder if culturally 
in yeah. some places. Like it's just on the table. Maybe. But that's so interesting. It's like she read a like so you're going to America book or yeah, something. Make sure you right. yeah. Oh, tipping so stressed out about tipping like because they don't crazy do crazy right? stressed out about it. Yeah. yeah, they don't tip in Australia. I think you're right. Yeah, that was how we were in France. We didn't know what the hell to do with tips. Yeah, because a lot a lot of times. What do you do included. with tips in France? I don't remember. Was it I don't, no tipping? I, I think it's I included. Hate, I hate in the foreign countries like too, where they're like, tip, and it's know. rude if you do tip. And it's yes. like, I can't win, you know? <laughs> but like, why would that ever be rude to get right. more money? Right. <laughs> I mean... Well, I remember tipping at the hotel and then finding out that we were really over tipping because it's not it's standard to tip like a lot less than what we were tipping. Right. What's but a haircut tipping thing these days? We were just <laughs> talking about this. I tip a lot for haircuts, but Daniel I tip about doesn't. Ten bucks, but my haircut doesn't cost I mean it costs like Is it like 40. a forty dollar haircut? Yeah. So you give him fifty? Yeah. Okay, that's that sounds right. right. Oh, yeah. Now the same person wash your hair that cuts it? Yeah. Okay. That's you know, my I biggest to, stress is if there's so, like so a, I, a me washer. Too. I used to do uh, go to a place and I would tip them three bucks. But when do you okay? When do you give the washer the money at the end? I, I what I would do is I would use a credit card and I would just tell the person to add the tips and they would they would divide. Well, it I up. always wonder: do they really though? Do they really give the, the, the money place I went to? I knew they did, but yeah. You know, just kind of speak up aloud and three for the washer. I think though, if you were going to tip, I think if you're going to tip differently, you could tip right after they wash, so you could hand them the. I know, but that feels weird to me. I feel like it's got to be at the end, and if you don't have cash on you, you're fucked. You could fold up the money and put it behind behind your ear, (laughs) and then just find it. Be like, that's for you. (laughs) What do you do if you're at a restaurant and you valeted your car and you realize that you don't have cash? Move to Mexico. Uh, <laughs> find cash. Yeah. They will know the closest ATM. Yeah. Yeah. They'll go three blocks that way. Mm. And you go, thanks. Appreciate it. Mm. Yeah, the that's worst. a tough one. I don't know. I know. I haven't had any cash on me for a long time. It's a, I used to always feel very, very uncomfortable having no cash. And now I just feel mildly uncomfortable. Like, I feel like, oh, this could be a problem if I need to valet yeah. or if I need I to pay I rarely for use cash Something anymore. like that. Yeah, but for the most part, it has not been a problem. Can't even remember last time I pulled cash out of it. But if I was, if I had no cash to pay for the valet service, that's yeah. one thing I would probably go get money. But if I had enough for that, but didn't have enough for the tip, I'd probably just not tip and just say sorry. I, you know, like sorry, uh, you hate me, and then zip away, and then uh, never go back. Never go back to that place ever again. <laughs> With regard, well, you know, a dollar or two dollars isn't going to change their lives. It's just like a courtesy. You know? What I don't like is when you're in the situation where you have a dollar or twenty, and it's yeah. like a dollar oh, is too small, yeah, yeah. but twenty feels awkward. But they, it's probably they'd probably rather make change. They would absolutely. Yeah. You know what they do here is they'll have the cost of the valet be whatever fifty and then fifty. Yeah, cents. I've seen that lately. It's that's like becoming a thing. Yeah, and the way and I'm convinced the reason they do that is it gives them an extra fifty cents because you'll just go and ah, keep the you know right. you don't want the quarters. Yeah. Right. Little do they know, I'll take the quarters all day. <laughs> Will you really? No, probably not. Give me my quarters. <laughs> I think any other situation, but not in that kind of thing where it's like, well, yeah. And then they'll make a big. Anyway. But then they make a big like, oh, yeah, get exactly. The, like a dig the quarters out of my, po-, you know. Yeah. No, no, you keep it. Someone has some ill feelings towards valet. I don't. It seems like you do. No. All right, Celine Bobin says, "Just yeah. mirror." 
or everyone, <laughs> when an item's for sale on buy and sell page and seller admits it was a gift, why admit that? No longer interested should be free. Is she talking about Etsy? Like, what's she talking about? I'm not sure. She's talking about, yeah, some kind of buy and sell page. And the seller says that the item was a gift. I can understand being irritated that they're now charging for it, though. I get get it. I just don't know what she's talking about. Oh, no. I think that that's like, when I see that, I like seeing that. Me too. Because it's like, oh, this means this person never messed with it. It's like brand new. Yeah, I love seeing that. Oh, now I'm I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's what I hear. I've well. done that on listing eBay stuff, like authentically. Right. Yeah. All right. I've changed my mind. Yeah. It means it's new. I guess the op- the otherwise it would be you bought it and then changed your mind. Right. right. There's nothing wrong with making a little money off a gift, <laughs> I guess, is the moral of that story, yeah. right? Wait, is that their beef with it? Yeah. Yeah. That it why is it, it? Yeah. It should be free if it was a gift. Like if you didn't pay for it, you shouldn't be making money off of it. Uh, I tell this person to get off eBay. Like, I don't know. But it was a gift. So. I'm just, look, take it up with Celine. Uh, All right, Celine. Like, Celine, you're maybe missing out on some great deals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By judging people. Bellboy Creative says, it creeps me out when I hear someone use the term pick your brain because I picture them actually picking my brain. Ugh. I, I don't do that with that no. one. I've never done that, but ugh. Nope. Just you. It's probably not just him. I, but I it's think not it us. is. Nope. I think it's just him. <laughs> I just don't like the phrase to begin with. Like, let me just pick your brain. I don't like that one. I just don't like the. I think I use it sometimes. I, yeah. I, w- I want to pick your brain about financial stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I like what, it. Why I don't, don't you like think a, of it this way, though? I'm, it's not that you're picking your brain. It's like, I'm going to pick I your brain. I choose your brain. I'll say like... Oh. I'll say like... That's not what it is. Yeah. Because no. <laughs> that's not the definition Instead, I'll of say, it. I'll say something weirder. Well, like, are you sure? I'm not going to pick your brain. <laughs> I'm not going to pick your brain. I'm I pick, pick your Jeff's brain. brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's just even I mean, I like that. That should be like a game show. Pick your brain. Pick your brain. And then you pick the person you want to answer the question. But their brain has to answer it. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Just their brain. That's right. Okay. James Leroy Wilson says, despite instructions saying not to use it, my microwave's popcorn button works just fine. He's so brave to use it because microwave popcorn huh? always, microwave popcorn tells you not to use, I don't know, I don't know where it says this, but they usually recommend against using your microwave's popcorn button and instead cook it on high for however many minutes till the till the popping mm-hmm. slows down to like every three seconds. It's easy to burn. They warn you not to use the popcorn button for some reason is it is there some weird drama happening between the microwave manufacturers and the popcorn yeah like we're not don't use their button and they're like we're putting the button on anyway fuck you (laughs) what do you think it is because i have a theory too i think it's customer service oriented i think they say there's too much variability in microwaves and their popcorn button quality assurance and so they're saying like listen We've spent the time to know that it's two minutes and twenty three seconds. I would think the opposite would be true though, because there's there's so much variance in each microwave. That's why they'll have like the if pop- you have a seven hundred watt microwave, yeah, do this. But the microwave thousand. people would know their microwave. Having bought very low end microwaves for a lot of years, but there's variabilities into the buttons and their qualities. You mean from microwave to microwave in the same model? Uh, just micro, like someone, some people, because popcorn. 
goes all like races and and income brackets. So you're gonna have varying. The popcorn levels. itself has different races. No, and no, no. I'm brackets? saying like I'm saying like Ow. popcorn is such a universal food that like poor people eat it and rich people eat it. So you're gonna have varying levels. But what of I'm microwaves. saying is the one constant is the popcorn. Not yeah. necessarily. The variables are the microwaves. No, they could they could use it. They could pre pre bake. They could do all sorts of things. For the, the most part, is Redenbacher's going to be the, a similar time as Jiffy Pop? Yeah, th- there's not going to be a whole right. lot of variance between those. And what I'm saying is, why not go with what the microwave manufacturer is saying for that model? Rather than the two options you get on the popcorn bag. But see, my argument would be that the popcorn company only cares about popping popcorn. Microwave company cares about microwaving everything. So how much time do they spend on popcorn? But or they casseroles? took the time to have a popcorn button. That's just they trick don't the have consumer. like a soup button and a pot roast button. They might and a lean cuisine button. Oh, I would. I would, you wouldn't even <laughs> be able to see microwave. the letters anymore. <laughs> so I'm saying, so if they're going to even bother to have a popcorn button, then you presume that they care about the popcorn. How now. does the popcorn button work? What if it's listening for the the like you know two seconds between pops? What it's, if it's smart? Is yeah. it's not though? Is it? I don't know. How does it work? It's, I don't know. Actually, it should. My God, you guys! Like, just... is it a set time, or is it like feeling it out? Which <laughs> that's awesome. Well, how does it know <laughs> the size of the popcorn bag? Like, because the, they have different sizes, different quantities. I'm just saying, there's more variability. You, you always the side with bag. big popcorn, absolutely. And uh, Listen, I don't. Well, wait. I got lost. I got lost Midwest in guy. there. I was just. It was entertaining, but I think I, I got lost a little bit. Did you already point out that the popcorn manufacturer knows how long their kernels need to be in the microwave? That's what I was saying, yeah. Okay, that was yeah. your point. But I just think that's the Orville Redenbacher people having a little bit too high in opinion. Like, yeah, you know, you could pop – if you want Jiffy Pop, you can pop it there. But Orville Redenbacher, no. we need two and a half minutes. I can't believe I'm jumping into this. But <laughs> – I don't think in. it's that. I think <laughs> I think it's that they know their corn and they're like this particular corn pops at this in time interval or whatever. But they don't know or, the microwave but you're they don't putting know the it in. Is it the just that oh, there boy. are people oh, who would go like this microwave <laughs> or is it just like some sort of insurance policy of like the microwave might not work so don't get mad at us if it uh, doesn't or you know they probably got so like many emails some, from yeah, people yeah like, it's gotta I, I got be your like popcorn, but the popcorn button mess it and it's like yeah, yes, but it's we like, don't know we what don't, microwave's right, doing. Right. So I wonder if it's something just more like we're not gonna yes, they deal with that. Yes, that makes sense hmm. i don't know well i feel very <laughs> uncomfortable now <laughs> that's what made you feel uncomfortable <laughs> not al suggesting that different races buy different microwaves <laughs> no that is no, that not was, what i suggested i was gonna let that go <laughs> i was too but then i came back al, to it i don't even want to touch that like <laughs> what microwave trying to say yeah no, no no it's all right now we know that it's everyone okay. it's all right. eats popcorn just they eat it I thought you were using you were saying there's different types of popcorn like different races. No, 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 that, no. No, what I'm saying okay, is so that you did. I no, I'm saying that everybody eats popcorn. It crosses it all crosses. Yeah. 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 So I I have bought lots of microwaves that, that people like, from dirty countries that have like 200 watts. Really? So my popcorn is not going to work the same way. That's like a slow pop. It's like a garbage microwave. It was like $30. 200 That's why I'm saying you can't trust the popcorn button. 
That's what I'm saying. You can't you because there direction. is a microwave at our church that is probably 70 years old that I tried to pop popcorn in once for an activity and uh-huh. it did not. It popped like two kernels <laughs> and it, I'd put it in for like seven minutes. <laughs> I thought if you push the popcorn button, it it makes it gives you popcorn. No. <laughs> How disappointing. <laughs> it never it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. And lastly, Shanna Freeman says... Okay, I gotta tell the listener what's going on. Wendy is beginning to bark a little in the background, so I've now pulled the microphone You're out of the microphone stand. Performing the show True for her Bono I am, style. I am, Bono yeah. style. Well, if I sort of make eye contact with her, then she'll be quiet. So I'm now actually delivering the podcast straight at her. Wendy, Shanna Freeman says, "Get really annoyed by people who spell voila, voila, like W A L A." No, just saw it in an article. You're a journalist for fuck's sake. Who's doing that? She I've saw it in an that. article. I don't know where the article was, but Voila. I also would be really irritated by that. Yeah. That's super incorrect. That was in the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to believe that. W-A-L-A is like, voila! Like yeah. that? Like, and? Or like, voila! Voila! I think it, yeah. Walla I think walla? Is that something? I think it's like, I put popcorn in my microwave per and followed voila. the instructions voila no i don't that's wrong something happened autocorrect what is that is that some like thing like yolo is it maybe some expression <laughs> yeah. that we don't know about maybe speaking of we got to wrap this up because this one's getting long but back to the word chat from the beginning have you guys seen people use the term drag like like to denigrate someone in public or maybe just on twitter is this a, a to drag them? like he drag um like he drag well this is made up but like did you hear her like hmm, this is good <laughs> I <know. laughs> i've seen it so really many times recently yeah like if you go online and say something negative about someone he dragged justin bieber in his tweet They'll drag you. I've seen it in a bunch of places. I've seen it politically. I've seen... Just anytime you say something negative about someone. Anytime you throw shade at someone. Mm. But it seems like what you're saying is dragging their name through the mud. But they're not saying the rest of it. They're just saying dragging. It's probably where it comes from. I have not heard it, but yeah. Be be on the lookout for it now. Yeah, it's everywhere. Or it's at least multiple places. It is multiple (laughs) places. Isn't it? Okay, speaking of dogs, I have a dog to tell you guys about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. This is a segment where I talk about a dog that is available at a shelter. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Sanford is a Catahoula leopard mix. I was not even familiar with oh. Catahoula leopard. I believe oh, it is that's the really cool. state uh, dog of... Louisiana? I want to say Louisiana. They're southern dogs. Um, anyway, t- he's quite a looker, um, and he's available at the Downey Animal Shelter, and he's part of their training program. My friend Laura London, who's a dog trainer, works with dogs there. So you adopt a dog from a shelter, 
but the dog gets training from professional dog trainers and they will help transition the dog into your house and stuff. So it's really a pretty amazing program. Um, and here's the description. Samford is a uniquely handsome dog with a curled tail, big ears, and piercing eyes. He's young and full of energy, which is why his former owner surrendered him. He said he just couldn't give him what he needed. Can you? Who wouldn't want to take this traffic-stopping dog with them everywhere? He is very, he's very striking and beautiful. He loves balls and sticks. He has no formal training, but we are hoping to give him a strong sit down, focus and touch before he gets adopted. He appears to be dog selective, so he may be best as an only dog. And he's about 45 to 50 pounds. He's 15 months old. He's male. He's playful. He's friendly. And you can find out more about him by going to shelterme.com slash Downey slash Sanford training program. And I will have a uh, link on my website as well in the episode summary. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Andy, thank you for for dropping in. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.